Greetings, everybody. What's up? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 97 for May 19th, 2020. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. Wow, that took me a minute. Is that the right date? you live from the Fountain of Wisdom. Is that the right date? What's up, Steve? Sure is, buddy. It's the 19th. Yes. Okay. Jeez. It's just uh, weird to keep track of things these days, isn't it? Um, how you doing? Doing good. How about you? <laughs> okay. Uh, no. um, yeah, I'm just. I'm, I'm doing. I, I'm doing all right, dude. You know, I, I'm. I am. I will say, I'm a little bummed out that. Uh, Found out on uh, last week after we didn't have Wisdom Hour. I think it was Thursday. And a good friend of mine, Tom McNeil, that was the bass player in uh, Eye of the Storm with me for many, many years. Uh, he had pa- passed away. Oh. At 51 years old. Jeez, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, it's very sad and tragic. Um. Wow, 51. Uh, what happened? Indeed, natural causes. Uh, time was up. Wow. Natural, yeah. Natural causes at fifty-one, huh? Wow. Um, I'm very sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was interesting that uh, Randy Jackson from Zebra did a live uh, Facebook live yesterday and paid tribute to him, which was pretty cool. Oh wow! They were uh, bandmates at one time. No, he was in Zebra. We were in Eye of the Storm. We had mutual friends. We had played a bunch of shows together. Okay, that was it. Gotcha. Wow, Jersey guys. You know, it was like I said, just sad. So paid in some tribute. In memory of him. Ran on. See, he was a good dude. Excellent bass player. Just a uh, lifelong friend. So, tragic. Tragic loss to, to uh, you know, for me personally, but also to the music world. Like right. He's a great musician. Right. Uh, bummer, man. But nonetheless, he would want the spirit of us to wisdom on with uh, full force of you know positive nature. Good. Let's try to do that then. <laughs> um, it's 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 just such a topsy turvy world. I don't know. You know things are changing now. Things are opening back up, and um, as far as I I have seen little little bits and pieces here and there of people saying they they have an, a gig scheduled. Um, but it's a different world 
that they're going back to. So I guess, you know, I think, I guess things are in motion to go in that direction, provided nothing gets any worse. Oh, how are things? I, Jersey, I don't think so, though. I mean, what's what's going on in Jersey? No, as of right now, it's still on lockdown. Hmm. I mean, I shouldn't say that. They opened, you know, construction, non, you know, non-essential construction opened up on on Monday this past week. You know, right. Um. So that's a good thing. Re, you know, non-essential retail for takeout and things of that nature is open. Right. But restaurants and bars pretty much still not open or not taking uh, customers inside. No, takeout only. Right. They're open again as of uh, yesterday, both for takeout. Right. Um, yeah, I saw there's one restaurant uh, slash bar that opened on Bourbon Street yesterday, I believe it was. Or it might have been Sunday. And they, they're like a piano bar. So they would normally have performers, but they don't. They said in their, in their post that, uh, they're opening back up, but just bar and kitchen only. No, uh, no, uh, performers yet. Um, it's, it's gotta be tough for them because there's no people around. So I don't, unless people make a specific trip to go there, then. But they're seating people at tables like they're serving? Yeah, they have tables set up. And it, that room, it's a very small room. And uh, it, it's, it's or at least it seems small because they have a lot of tables and a lot of chairs. Like so many that it's very difficult to walk around in that in that room. Um, and I always thought it was way too cluttered in there. So it looked, from the pictures or the video I saw, it looks like they took out a few tables but it's still pretty tight so i don't know i don't know what that deal is the uh the person up front the uh the host hostess was uh wearing a mask and that was the only employee that i saw there they did a just like a walkthrough of the club in like a two-minute video um but other than that i don't know of any other bourbon street things opening or anything really else in, in new orleans where uh, bands play for sure, not yet, and there's no real word of when yet either. Um, although I was told that the manager of the club that we play at and several of the clubs mentioned possibly mid to late June, which is you know another month. So uh, until what? Until bars open? Yeah. Yeah, and it's tough here. New Orleans is, uh, uh, you know, tourist city, and uh, summer is the slowest time of year here always anyway. Um, and, uh, you know, with all this stuff going on, I don't see, I, it doesn't seem like it would make it smart, it would be a smart business move to open anytime soon because their only revenue is alcohol sales. And if you yeah. don't have people there, you're not making any money. Well, no one's paying a cover, right, at the door to mm. get in. Nope. No, their only revenue is alcohol sales. And they pay, you know, their employees and they pay the bands. 
Right. You know, and the band, uh, they need to make enough money to justify paying a band there. Uh, you know, and our, I've said it before, our job has always been pack the club, pack the club. And that's not going to be the thing anymore, at least for a while. Definitely, definitely not for a while. If people are out wearing masks and shit <laughs> still in a month or two. Yeah. We'll see. Not for the rest of this year, you know. There'll be pockets here and there, but I don't think people are going to be comfortable going back out again just, you know, with a lot of people around. Right. You know, and again, I think it depends on the clientele and the age group of the people and what they're there for, you know, because you still always see people on the news having parties with no masks and going on like life as usual, you know? Right. So it's hard to say. Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah, I, I expect there to be that, those people that don't care, that are just like, yeah, we got it, you know, we're good, up, and and aren't afraid and want things to be back the way they were. So, and, and then probably especially in bars, you know, where people are drinking, you know, it lowers your inhibitions getting drunk, so um, people just won't be scared. Uh, and that might, that might catch on if, you know, if, if people are going out and everything's fine, then other people will be more uh, apt to join them. But, uh, yeah, it's weird, man. What a weird time this is, dude. It's so hard to navigate it um, because there's so much information and there's so many opinions. And, like, you know, what do you do? <laughs> You just follow. I just figure you follow what you're being told as you, as best you can. Like if I, we had this conversation, uh, me and the band, we're doing a, a, a live stream on Thursday uh, for Tracy's birthday, and we had a conversation about if they were to ask us to come back now. And I would just be like, no, <laughs> no, it's not a good time to do it. We still have to wait and see what happens, and 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 again. I don't think they'll be able to pay us. So, weird time. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, definitely a few more weeks until stuff reopens and it's going to reopen slowly, for sure. Um, you know, it's, you know, the numbers are still where the numbers are. You know, there's still thousands of people Every day, still new cases. Not as many, you know, and it is teetering, but it is still a lot of people. Still people dying. So it's going to be a few more weeks, you know? Yeah. See, I, and then the mask and the social distancing is going to be, you know, for the rest of this year, at least. It it really seems that way. and And if this comes back in any second wave or whatever, then, I mean, that's going to really... That's going to really change things a lot for a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm all for it. Like, you know, I'm not afraid of this, dude. I'm not afraid to get sick. Um, if I get sick, I get sick. If I die, I die. I'm not afraid of it. Um, but I'm also, I, I, I would still err on the side of caution. But, you know, if I get back out on, into the world like normal, then I'll be I'll be cool with that. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. 
It's it might it's gonna be, be interesting to see what the new normal is, though. You know, like you said, how it opens back up again. Morristown is not gonna just open up with all the bars and all the people, you know, and all the crowds. They just it's not gonna happen. Right. And I I would think the same thing for New Orleans. It's New Orleans is a major U.S. city. And yeah, it's the same thing. And a lot of people travel here for various reasons. Business. A lot of people travel here for business. Um, and, you know, they have convention. They have the convention center. There's something going on every week, you know, with, with tens of thousands of people that come here for those things. And that involves flying on a plane, which some people are just not going to want to do. Yeah, but I mean, listen, life will go on, but you're going to have to sanitize and, 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 you know, wash your hands, not touch your face, wear a mask, you know, and just wipe stuff down. You know, if you travel, you have luggage, you can spray it down with Lysol or wipe it down with Clorox wipe. Right. You know, stuff like that. No different than if you went to the store, you know, to get something, you'd wipe it off. Right. But that's going to be, the, I think, the new way for a while, you know, just being cautious and conscious of that. And they'll they'll be taking our temperature probably that that'll be a mandatory thing in a lot of places because they got those those digital guns boop yeah takes a second oh yeah um, the door think about how many people touch the door you know yeah I don't know I really feel like it, for me and a lot of people in my industry there needs to be a plan B. And a plan C, too. You know, if if you rely on it for income in any way, then that's it should be a plan B, just in case. Because it, it really, I don't know, dude. It's 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 really tough for me, not only as a, as a player, but just trying to figure out the which way to go with with Cover Band Central, how to. Uh, how to guide this whole thing because I'm just as lost as anybody um, it's almost like Listen, it, it's unprecedented times that you know messes with your your psyche and your your behavior and the way you look at things and think about things you know and I think one day at a time in perspective but yeah, definitely have to think ahead of, of, like you said, opportunities that may exist now or that didn't exist before, don't exist anymore. Um, you know, yeah, what what can become of the new normal, so to speak? It still seems like for music performances that the live streaming thing is where it's going to be at because I just think that technology is going to uh, improve exponentially now because there's a need for it um there was a there was a much greater demand like you said yeah there was a a, like a drive-in concert something thing maybe or or some social distance performance i I didn't really see it i just saw that there were only a few people seated in the room and they were all separated just i mean the, the the whole revenue thing for live performances has always relied on getting the most people in the venue that you can 
and that's just not going to be the the thing anymore and and, and how I, I financially i don't understand how, how so so what's it going to be like a, a live stream like you know how you have pay-per-view right you know like for when you have like wrestling or boxing matches or any type of event you know you'd pay for it to get it is it going to be that type of thing where you'll get like a surround sound stereo mix of live this band here for this much money it it seems like that's going to be the way to go because of technology because we can watch this stuff because everybody's attached to their phones and you can watch this stuff on your phone or your computer or your tv uh and yeah um I mean, it's already happening. It's already what musicians are doing, and I just think that's going to continue and get bigger. It, it's just—it seems to me the only logical thing that's that's going on that will continue to go on. I don't know. I don't know what. I, like, how? At, can at you... least for the immediate future, you know. Like I said, for the rest of this year, but I think into next year. Um. You know, it's going to be a different, a different world. Yeah, I mean, because how can bands go on tour? They won't be able to afford it because you can't sell out your arenas or your your theaters or whatever. And that's right. That's it. That's that's their revenue. So, so but performers are still going to need to perform and, and reach their audience. So the only way to do it is very obvious. It's just live streaming on your, you know, your computer, your phone, whatever and reaching people it works you know anytime you i did a test the other day i just had a uh i have this camera that i'm going to use thursday i'll try and use anyway and i did a test with it and i was live for like a minute and a half and i still get people jumping on and making comments and i was just so it works you know as soon as you go live you get an audience and, and that's just going to it's just going to get bigger man and it it, it really has to and and th- I, I think that's the only solution for musicians is to um, embrace that and learn about it and try it and screw up and then learn more and you know um, there's a lot of other challenges a lot of singers are doing like uh, karaoke uh, singing with karaoke tracks but now I'm hearing of people getting uh, getting warnings and stuff uh, like multiple warnings about using recorded tracks. So, I don't know how long that's going to last. Like pre-recorded karaoke tracks, you mean? Yeah. Ah. Uh. Yeah, and it, it's... They're tracks that were purchased. Cease and desist, Steve. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't do it. But Tracks dealer. No, I haven't doing it, but, uh, uh, yeah, some other singers are doing that. And... Uh, yeah, that might not work. Um, so you got to play live. You got to be able to play guitar and sing, or play piano and sing, or something. Yeah, yeah. Or just you know, it doesn't have to be that. You could just sit and play bass too, and you'll get people watching you, uh, or play drums or whatever. You know, you could just play. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be anything. But it's the point is that's how you're going to reach your audience. And uh, the the uh, the the playing live in remote locations thing still isn't really working. It's because you're always going to have a little bit of lag or a little bit of latency, and that just it just ain't the same thing. But bands are doing live streams like full bands, 
and uh, some of them are doing really good, like even local bands doing uh, like multi multi camera shots um, and produced and and like sounding really good. So, uh, but all at a different location though, in quarantine. No, no, some bands are doing it in the same location. Okay, I saw a bunch of them that were doing it remote. But it was somehow mixed. It sounded great, you know? Yeah, there's a bunch of people doing that, like pre-recorded stuff. But I'm just talking about live stuff. Um, some bands are doing it live. Because, you know, if you're all you know, you're all in the band and you you all know you're healthy, then you can get together and do whatever and, and still yeah. be fine. Um, so that's that's going to be the thing, even for cover bands. Um, that's Or especially for cover bands. Um, so you could still play in a band. You just need to figure out a good way to broadcast where it's going to be entertaining and uh, and high quality. That's the ticket. But I, I we're doing this live stream Thursday, and it's because Tracy wanted to do it. It's her birthday. And uh, we're doing it from the rehearsal room, which is not an ideal location. And But... Uh, the drummer assures me that he's going to set it up um, and I'm going to go there early on that day and set up the camera and try to get the audio good. It's 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 not ideal for, for me as far as the way it's going to be set up. But I'm going to try to make the most of it, make the best of it, and see how it goes. As always. Yeah. Um, and I, it will be just another experience. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I gotta practice. Uh, oh, owner. Huh? Like Joe, owner. <laughs> yeah, I gotta practice, though, man. I haven't played in two months, really, so I gotta go over the songs and and uh, you do oh, get yeah. you do get out of shape if you don't play for a little while. Playing wise. Play, 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 Stevie, play. Yeah. So uh, that's what's going on in the world. Are you still doing all your uh, your jamming with your boys? Oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're both done with school now. Um, so yeah, me and Cole have been jamming. I've been working. I've been real busy with work. Believe it or not, you know, amidst all this, uh, it's been pretty busy. Hmm. But I've been keeping occupied, you know, for no doubt. Um, last week, like I said, was was very busy, worked into the night, a couple of nights. Um, but yeah, now everyone's done with school, so now Cole's been dedicating probably you know four hours a day to music mm-hmm. downstairs, writing and jamming and playing all different instruments. So yeah, we were jamming yesterday. Oh, cool! Okay. Jammed over the weekend, so it's very cool. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. Jam some Rush, Jam La Villa, La Villa. Cool, cool. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to playing. I'm, I'm just a little feeling a little anxiety about the whole live streaming and getting this right. But, uh, oh, yeah, you just, you're pro, man, you know, just do it. Just go in and do it. Yeah, I just never used this gear before. Uh, so it's a learning thing. 
It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, man. I got nothing else going on to talk about. Just chilling, just hanging out. Where's Chonk at? Is Chonk joining us tonight, or is he uh, MIA? He's here. He said hello. He's occupied. He said rock on, boys. Rock on. Yeah, you know, I just chip away. Like, every day is weird. Every day is, like, the same. And I'm chipping away at doing a, uh, grunt work on the website, uh, just administrative stuff. And uh, that's really I – th- I think it's important. I did get like a lot of things organized this past week. And I always feel better when things are organized. Like, I had just all these notepads all over my desk. And – you know, all, all just random things and not not categorized in any way. And I went through them and I got rid of the stuff I didn't need and reduced my desk clutter considerably, which I feel good about. That's refreshing. <laughs> it is when you do that, you know what I mean? Like when your desk is all piled up, and like that was me last week, dude. I have my desk was like giganto pile of stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. all over and then uh you know as soon as we got all the, the bid done and everything was the effort was complete for the time being then i was able to put all that stuff into a, a folder you know and gather up all the stuff and clean up and organize the whole desk to, to be empty now for the next thing starting tomorrow there you go so it's good you know it's 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 busy you know, the days are going very quickly. But I am enjoying being home, like I said, getting up in the morning when it is sunny out, getting up nice, you know, sunrise and having a cup of coffee and relaxing, chilling out, still exercising and doing routine, eating good, you know, making the most of it. Right on. I'm so on the – I wish I could be on that schedule. I, I'm so on the opposite schedule. I'm going to sleep late, very late. Um, I don't know how to reverse this. <laughs> I would have just have to go one well, night. Well, you, you just stay up. Yeah, you, you just stay up one night until sunrise, and then stay up. You know, just go pull an all nighter and go through. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. Take a brief nap, and then get up, and then go to bed early, and then get up early. Yeah, it's too easy do for it, a brief. It would take you. It would take you like two weeks probably to get into the real group of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I might should. <laughs> Did you say I might should? I might should do that, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um I yeah, I know it's better to be productive wise to be up early. Um but I still I get the most stuff done late at night. That's when I'm super productive. That's when I when I'm yeah, we talked about this. Everyone's in their own zone. I would just say do something for you, do one thing for yourself every day, whatever time you do it. You know, right. but do one thing for yourself. Yeah, I do. Same thing that I've told you before. I go out and I walk along the the water. Yeah, yeah. Every night, for whatever amount of time, that always does me good. Um, I was thinking, like, just dreaming of like. Like, what would I really want if I had 
just what do I really want? And I really want, dude, a house near the beach with a pool and a hot tub and an outdoor kitchen and an open concept and like a nice house, real nice house in a nice location. That's what I really want. I was thinking, well, how much money do I need for that? Like, eh, a couple million, I guess, maybe. I was thinking, well, maybe like five million to be safe. How can I make five million dollars? I started thinking about that. Like, how can I do that? Because there's got to be a way. It's there. It, the money's available. It's just waiting for me to figure out how to get there. And I was, I found this thing was, um, if you if you started with a penny and you doubled it every day, do you know how much money you'd have in, in 30 days? No. You want to take a guess? You started with a penny. Yeah. And, and you doubled it every day. Yeah, in 30 days, how much money would you have? Um, I don't know. I'm going to say $3,000? No, it is about $5.5 million. What? I know. That's what I said. When I, when I first heard that, I was like, get out of here. You start with a penny? And how would you do that? But the math works out. I started doing the math on a calculator. I'm like, wait a second. What would this really? Because I saw somebody said that, and I was like, no. What, what would this be? The first two weeks, it's not a considerable amount of money. By day 14, you're up to $81.92. Okay? That's doubling every day. So you got one cent, two cent, four cent, eight cent, 16 cents, 32 cents, 64 cents. That's the first week. Second week is $1.28, end of the second week. So you're doubling this money. So yep. through that third week, by the end of that third week, you're up to $10,485. <laughs> right. Then by the end of week four, you're up to $1,342,000. And then tack on two more days, it's $5.3 million. Wow. Yeah. So I was thinking that would be a fun thing if, if to do with somebody else. And the, you're the only person I could think of that would understand this and, and want to do it, want to try this. And the challenge would be how how each day, how am I going to make this amount of money? And there's a way. There is a way. A way exists. So how do you tap into that? And I was thinking like, the the only way you could do it successfully is you have to start your day with with some a gratitude practice something and you have to have an accountability partner every day and it would be like day 1 you're starting with a penny you have a penny it's your penny that's day 1 day 2 you have to make 2 cents you can't just take another penny out of the jar you have to make you out of to find a way, and that's the biggest challenge. It was that would be that first day. How do you make two cents? And you can make more, obviously, but like for that day, you have to make two cents. So I think once you get into the habit of it, doing it every day, like how am I going to make on day five? How am I going to make sixteen cents today? 
and it's got to be something I, I I think ideally something unexpected you know something that that is born from some sort of inspiration you following me on this I do <laughs> okay but I think you had the only way you could do it now are you counting like if you made interest on your bank account no you're talking about having to earn two cents tomorrow. Correct. Somehow. Correct. And could that be like going to your neighbor and being like, dude, I'm doing this challenge with my buddy. I need two cents. Do you have two pennies you can give me? Um, I suppose it could. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Some way that's, that's out of the ordinary, I guess, or unexpected. Could you go buy gas on your credit card and tell the guy, hey, put an extra 16 cents on it and give me the change back? No, because that's still, you didn't make it. You're still, you're just transferring it from one thing to another. Correct, but you liquidated cash. Right. That's not really making it, though. Okay. You had a paper route. You had a paper route. That would be one way to do it. Yeah, this I mean there's a million ways to do to do it, but that's where it would be f a fun game to get creative and really uh, for the immediate future though you'd have to do it all based, you know, online. Sure. Yeah, mostly. But that's okay. Right, you know, for the most effective return on your money. Right. Cuz you'll need to invest something to make something with that. Uh no. No, no, no. That's not the that's not the the mindset I'm thinking. Where you, No, no, but if you said like you need a way to make x amount of cents, right? So couldn't it be like if you if you saved up all your money and bought a box of ice cream cones and then you somehow broke those ice cream cones into individual ones and had a little ice cream cone stand and sold them for a profit? Yes, that would count. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you made that Then money. with that profit, you could then buy lemons and make a lemonade thing and the next day and double your money that way, potentially. Yes, sure. You have to keep rolling that money along to make more. Maybe, but not necessarily. You, you could, it, it could come from a different source. It could come from uh, just a different idea that you got or, or some unexpected source that said, oh, sure. we're, we're giving you a refund for it. Eighty-one ninety-two on day fourteen, and that's that. The, there it is, day fourteen. You made your eighty-one ninety-two. So it, yeah, it could come from anywhere, and, and I think the key of this is tapping into the, the the universal abundance that is already that already exists, and just tapping into it, and and start by being grateful, and, and then doing something during the course of your day, doing things during the course of your day that are inspired. You know. Um, so it would it, like again, you know, treat it like a game. Tr don't, because you're starting with a penny, so you don't really have anything to lose, in that sense. So you treat it like a game. Make it have fun. Have fun. If you could do that and really tap into that and do that for thirty days, at the end of thirty days, you have five million dollars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you're a penny to a billion in thirty days. 
Five by million. Steve Witchell. Five million. Well, there's info out there about it. That's how I found. Five easy steps. So you, you, you so you're not down with this, huh? All right. Right now, at this point in what in the COVID life experience, I am not down. My plate is full. Right. Thank you for the off. All right. I'll just turn myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. It's good. Whatever. It's, it's good, good to have an accountability partner when you're doing big things. <laughs> yes, I understand that. But I can't take on that responsibility right now. As I just previously um, explained, or rather expressed, that I cannot do that right now. Okay. Re- regrettably, I cannot be accountable for anything additional <laughs> that I'm already accountable for. Gotcha. In the life of minor. Yes, Right. But you understand the concept, right? Right on. I do. Okay. I do. I definitely do. Okay. Mm. And it's a noble concept. And like you said, it, it's, you know, I think you have to be real creative right now to find additional ways to make that money work. Well, I know, like, if I got, like, if, if you, the way one of the writers put it is, like, suppose somebody came to you and, I mean, God forbid, like, kidnapped your son and said, I, I need a million dollars. You would do every single thing you could in this world to get that money to get your son back, right? Right. So if you approach something else with that same determination, then you would get you know, equal results or equal or similar results. If you could tap into that, that, that uh, sense of urgency, I suppose. But instead of it being fear-based, you make it fun. You know, it's a fun game that you want to, you want to win the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that investment of 30 days and that payoff that's uh, it's a million dollars. It's five million dollars. Potentially five million. Yeah, five million. It would get scary though at that towards the end there, like you're on day day twenty six, and you have to make three hundred thirty five thousand dollars on that day. That's like Brewster's millions, remember? <laughs> yeah. When he's uh, <laughs> he's got to spend all the money. Yeah. And he kept making more. Yep. So, yeah, definitely would be a challenge. I don't know. Five million dollars, I'd be set, man. You go live on an island away from everybody. Are you indicating that potentially you're going to attempt to do this penny challenge? Yes. Perhaps. Maybe. I'd like to try it. I, I the, just the it, it gets you in a mindset of okay today I have to do something creative to make this money and in the beginning it's fun but once you get into that once you s- sort of wire your brain that way then once you get up to those bigger numbers it's not going to be so hard because you already have a system in place to prepare yourself on on, on be, in being creative and in 
in the uh, yeah critical thinking and problem solving and figuring it out right so you know those first two weeks again day 14 is 8192 so your two weeks is a good amount of time to really get into the habit of doing something and you're still there's no real risk involved at all up to that point and that's so yeah so that's where it would be fun like can I figure out a way to make $671,000 today? <laughs> Immediately go. Yeah. Um, that would require definitely for me getting up early in the morning. That would require, I don't think, sleeping at all <laughs> for several weeks. I was thinking about starting to drink coffee again. Maybe I should. I said that was a challenge. They said, "Yeah, you, know, you got to keep doing it. And if you can get to the end, you know, we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll win the money." Yeah, that's why it's good to have other people involved too, because you get to, you know, the kind of friendly competition thing going on. Yep. How'd you do? Like how? And and you share in your methods. Like, how'd you make your eighty-four cents today? What did you do? Or or whatever it is. Um, and then you could do, you know, like a little video uh, journal each day for accountability's sake. Uh, sounds like fun. Uh, you know, if I tried it and I had any sort of success with it, then I could definitely write a book about it and teach people how to do it. So you could tell, man, I'm, it's quarantine. I'm at home thinking about crazy things. Could buy a Russian cover band and then sell it to a Swedish promotional company for a profit of eighty one sixty two on day fourteen. Yeah, see there you go. That's unique. You gotta start thinking outside the box, brother. Mm-hmm. For sure. But yeah, it's it's uh it's crazy world, man. It's gonna be day like you said, day by day and it's um people are starting to get restless, but people are out, you know. I've seen people out masked up, you know, being respectful and people are they're out and they're you know there's uh, cars on the road and there's there's places that are open for takeout, home depot's open, you know, one way in, one way out. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, same here. There's, yeah, there's definitely a lot of cars still on the road when I go out. And a good amount of people in, like, the supermarkets when I got a lot of them masked. It's just a weird thing, man. I never thought we would live in that time where people were walking around in masks. It's so surreal. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's forever, but it's going to be for a while. And my keyboard player said for this live stream we're doing Thursday, he's going to wear a mask. And he's like, I hope that's okay with everybody. And everybody's like, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, why wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to. I don't think anybody else is going to either. Um, although... Like a cool black mask or a bandana? Yeah, I don't see I don't have anything cool. I thought you were taking a skull shirt and cutting it up and making I a forget, cool thing. I forgot about that. Yeah, see? Ba -ba, wisdom to the rescue. Um, 
there's everybody selling them though. Like you, you see them like ads online all over, like with bands. Like oh yeah, get your Iron Maiden face mask. I knew that was gonna come, man. I knew that. Of course, it was gonna come, dude. Are you kidding me? It's a fashion thing, you know. Now it's gonna be a fashion thing. Um, that that was like three or four days into masks. They I already saw advertisements for them. You know, get your custom thing now. Yeah, there was a lot of people that were jumped right on that bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, they're all over the place. They're all branded stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be because re- I said from the outset it was going to be a, a fashion thing because for women especially because they're they're used to putting lipstick on and you know doing their whole face up and now they're going to be covered so they're going to need something that looks pretty yeah or there'll be Louis Vuitton ones and you know all kinds of designer that's so bizarre face masks it's so bizarre man yeah it's definitely crazy definitely going to be different. Oh, and even like I said, when they start phasing back in, even in my industry, you know, in the office buildings and things like that, they're going to have, you know, maybe 30% of the staff rotate in, you know, to 50% occupancy, like staggered days, you know, A group on this day, B group on that day, one group works from home while the other group's in the office type thing. It's never more than X amount of people in the office. You got to bring your own stuff. You know, your own food, there's no sink, there's no pantry, there's no fridge, no coffee. You're self-sufficient, you know? Right. So we'll see. That could be maybe the second week of June, depending how the governor starts opening up the state. Yeah, there's a lot. A month. Is... Still three weeks away from now, you know? Yeah, I'm, a lot's going to... Change in a in a month in a month's time when when it's projected that bars open here, we're gonna know a lot more. You know, depending right. on which which direction everything goes, so. Yeah, who knows? Let's see. We shall see, my friend. We shall see. As gotta we... be smart, stay healthy. You know, get back to you know easing back into socializing and having social life. You know, not good to be isolated forever, you know? True. Yeah, I guess that's what's tough for me. Although I enjoy being home most of the time. I just, I like it here. I like where I live. And I enjoy my own company for the most part. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. But I do miss miss being out in the social interaction, definitely, to a degree. I don't know that I want to go back to four nights a week. Um, I don't think you, w- you would be, not right away. I mean, think about what you were saying. Like, you know, they have to be able to justify, you know, everyone's salaries and be open to have a band and have that many people in there. And it's not going to be like it was, you know. People are going to have to have social distancing. They're going to have to maintain some. It's it's going to be different. There's no doubt. Like I, you said, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to do it. Yeah, they might. Like I think maybe a lot of venues will have to uh, 
separate things off where where they weren't before. Like I, Crazy Corner, I don't know how you could set up any sort of social distancing thing in that room. It's just a big dance floor room uh, with tables and a bar and and another bar in the back and I don't know I like I I just don't see it happening there. It seems like it's it, for me it really like as far as a business is concerned it seems like the only way that we could go back to the way things were and get paid what we were getting paid and get playing four nights a week is if we were allowed to pack the rooms again. And I don't see that happening. So as far as a business move is concerned, I don't see them. I don't see it being smart to bring bands back. And I think the only other way they can possibly do it is like they were doing in the city where if you can't maintain a six foot social distancing, then you have to wear a mask, you know, but I don't know how you wear a mask and drink. Right. You know, that's the thing. Right. Or, or, and talk to other people. It's just, it's weird. You know, talking to somebody with a mask on when you can't see yeah. their mouth moving. It's, um, yeah, and, and, uh, yeah, and, and like even just like ordering from a bar because normally like it's a loud music and you got to lean into the bartender and right in her ear. Like, yeah, no more of that. You have to learn sign language. Oh, wow. You have to get a courier for the band, someone that will go and get you drinks and bring them to you. You just think about all the things in that kind of setup where there's human interaction and you're touching things. And Yeah. Because when I, like, that last weekend when I was playing, when I knew that things were, were going to get shut down, but we still played and we still had a decent crowd, you know, I'm walking through the crowd and people grabbing my arm and stuff, and I'm thinking, like, don't touch me. But yeah, but once it calms down and it's not such a hot spot, you know, you know what I mean? And the cases are fewer and further between or they come with a vaccine of some sort, then it'll start to relax. You know, that's going to be a while, though, man. It is. I know you got to be diligent in the meantime. But like you said, think start thinking of plan B and other other things because it may come down to, you know, just a different world than what we, we were just in, you know. It's six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it already is that different world. And, and it, it, it's, it really, time is just going to tell, man. It's going to depend on which way this thing goes as we move forward. And, you know, a lot's happening in a short amount of time. So we'll find out soon. Um, in the meantime, yeah, next couple of weeks, you know. Yeah. By episode 100, we'll know what's going on a little bit better. Yes. Three weeks. Um, but in the meantime, I've been listening to, to music a lot and really enjoying the listening part of it uh, again. I mean, I always do, but I've really been listening to music a lot more lately. Um, and not watching the news. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I check in, see what what's going on, and then okay, all right. I don't need to have it incessantly entering my brain 
my subconscious is not good for for my penny challenge. No, definitely not. Yeah. That's not good for your penny challenge. Yes. By no means. Um I told you we're doing I'm doing this thing with my brother um and a bunch of his friends. It's a we do a Zoom call a Friday night and each week Oh, with songs. Yeah, we pick a band and everybody ranks their top 25 songs and we it's like you know we're all hanging out we're all friends we're all drinking and and on in the zoom meeting and um it's something to to do and it's fun and like celebrating music so i end up listening to the whole catalog of the artist whoever is chosen and so far we did the eagles and we did the beatles early beatles so up to Revolver, the first seven albums. We had to pick the top 25 from those. So you went and listened to all those albums? I listened to every album from from the first album and first song all the way through in order to the last album. All those Beatles. So I listened to a lot of Beatles wow. last week. Yeah. Um, it, it's cool, like, going back, and especially in that way. And as I'm doing it, I'm like doing some research on some of the songs, like see who wrote it and, and whatnot. And like just little blurbs about the album. So learned, relearned, whatever, more stuff about the Beatles, which a lot of fun. One of my favorite bands. Um, So what was the, was it when you got down to like the top five, was it very uh, well aligned with everyone else's ideas too? That's an excellent question. My brother is very good with uh, Excel, and he loves doing like spreadsheets for this, and he does rankings he d- uh, uh, of everything, and then like reports back the next week. What, what who's ranking is who ranked the highest? So you, the the way you rank the highest is you're matching with the most people. He has a, like a mathematical equation that he sets up. So yeah. Um, yeah, and as we go along, you know, if if somebody matches, it's a big deal, you know. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's like a little game, like we're little kids. What's band is up next? Next, I have to do Billy Joel. They uh, two of the guys or three of the guys already did Billy Joel, but three of us are newer to this whole meeting, so we're doing. Uh, so I got to do Billy Joel by Friday, and I started listening to I got like for through the first three albums so far and as I'm going I'm you know I, I have a, a spreadsheet that my brother sent me so I'm going and I'm kind of ranking as I'm going along listening to the albums like oh uh, yeah that should be in the top 25 you know so I give it a number but what what's your album cut off for Billy well they they didn't do anything past an innocent man but there, as far as I'm concerned, it's his entire catalog that I get to choose from. So, um, so I will. That's, that's that's a lot of that's like saying do Rush, you Rush, know? Yeah, Rush would be, and they haven't done Rush yet. And Rush would be very difficult. And that's mega albums to listen to. Think about that. If you're going to start from the top and go, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Rush is a big undertaking, and it would have to like the Beatles got split up into two. 
Rush would have to get split up. Oh yeah. Into maybe three. I don't know. Zeppelin? They did that? I don't I think they did Zeppelin. Yeah. I know they did Van Halen, Zeppelin, uh or I'm not sure if they did Zeppelin. They did the Who. Uh did Elton John, I think. I don't know. But there's a bunch more to choose from. So it's a little fun thing that keeps me going every week to do that now. Listen to a lot of music and then get together with my buddies on Zoom. And when when do you guys do that? Friday night. So you have a whole week to, to do the next artist. Yes. And then come ready prepared. Yes. Yeah. And my brother takes it very seriously, so I'm taking it very seriously too. Well, there's your accountability partner right there. My brother for that? No, he wouldn't. Do yeah, that. you guys are holding each other accountable to do it. Well, that for that, yeah, not for the penny challenge. He wouldn't do that. No, I understand. <laughs> yes, that is a it, it is an accountability partner nurse thing because everybody's doing it. There's a little peer pressure in there. Everybody's got to come in prepared. Uh, but it is a bit like doing homework, though. Like, ah, I got to listen to all these albums. <laughs> but how oh, yeah. No, it's a lot, like you said, but it's nice to listen to them just for the sake of listening to them, not having to learn them. Yeah, exactly. So I'm enjoying that. Um, you know, because you'll pick stuff out that you normally wouldn't pick out or you just listen to it and say, oh, man, I like that tune. I don't know why, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I found some gems... Objectively, to, you know. Yeah, I found some gems listening to the Beatles that I was like, "Oh yeah, I really love that song," and and I don't normally listen to it, so that happened a few times. And uh, like when we did the Eagles, I went and watched the documentary again, the history of the Eagles, which is great. And uh, for for the Beatles, I watched rewatched the movie yesterday, which I saw in theaters. <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie. That was great. And uh, Billy Joel, I haven't... I, oh, I did find a documentary on Billy Joel. I haven't watched it yet, but I found some on YouTube that I'll watch. Um, get real into it. Celebrating music, enjoying the fact that I still love music. Even though a, gaining all kinds of wisdom and knowledge about those artists. Yes. It's fun. Um, all right, man. Well... Who knows what's going on? <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be here next week. Ninety-seven. Yeah, we'll be here next week. Uh, I, I, I'll actually, you know, have something to report about with our live stream that we're doing and and uh, how that went and um, using this camera called Mevo. So I want to try it out and see how well it works. Mevo. Mevo. It's uh, Chunk gave it to me. Um, so I'm going to use that camera and it's it's real good camera, real good picture. So I'm excited to see how that turns out, and I'll, I'll let you know next week. Oh, that's it. CBC.com. CodeNetSupper.com.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 